For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello everybody, welcome back to another Terrace Talk here on the Pink and whichever channel this happens to find you on. I hope you're keeping safe and well, uh, obviously in these uh, very strange times. We're actually recording this on Thursday afternoon, which is quite a pertinent date, I think, for Norwich City fans because it is one year to the day that they beat Tottenham Hotspur in their epic FA Cup clash fifth round. Um, I had the luxury of being there that night covering it. It was um, was absolutely tremendous and uh, how the world has, has changed since uh, since that day. For many people, it would have been the last time they watched Norwich play, but just a, an illustration of, of what a dramatic year it's been. But um, anyway, we're of course, it, Norwich back in the Championship. It feels like we're recording one of these every other day at this point. We're recording this, um, well, less than 24 hours after Norwich beat Brentford and uh, we're going to be previewing the game against Luton Town on Saturday, a team that have um, proven to be a little bit of a, a difficult side for Norwich City to overcome as we will... Um, talk to uh, or talk about with my guests joined by Norwich fan Peter Verhey all the way from uh, from America and sports journalist Luton fan uh, Lewis Williams as well. Peter let's start with you let's talk about that um, Tottenham game just for for a second obviously it was a, a wonderful night to be a Norwich City fan how what are your memories of, of the game I suppose and, and and everything that's kind of happened since because for, for many people it would have been the last time watching Norwich live. Yeah so I, I have, I'm amazed it's been a year, truth be told. I haven't thought that far back in a long time. It, um, that day was, I was work from home by that point, so I've been cooped up in my house for over a year now. But just the, I just remember even sitting, watching on the TV, the seeing Cruel save the two penalties, the run across the whole pitch to the other side to celebrate with the fans. It was something else, even for, a guy like me just watching at home on TV. Then shortly after we had what the whole shutdown and we came back and I don't remember when project restart started, but that was kind of the first return to normal for me in my life. And I thought we could pull it off. I had a lot of hope. And then that Southampton game kicked off and yeah, we're here now. It's been a weird year. I mean, and build up to now is, happier place now than let's say midsummer yeah absolutely and fingers crossed uh, that that light at the end of the tunnel is is within touching distance now it seems to be uh, getting closer lewis for you um it's obviously been a a strange we- uh, year for luton i suppose because you've had a, a manager return and all of this has kind of happened behind closed doors and, and equally what has been a largely a very very good season for you guys so far yeah it's been it's been a strange run i think Obviously, like any other fan base, you want to be there, you know, in the stadiums. I don't know what reception he probably, Nathan Jones, would have got when he came to the club. Probably a mixed one, but he's done a very good job. Like, I can't imagine, like, the scenes it would have been when we stayed up last year behind closed doors. Like, just imagine being in the stadium when we stayed up. And then this year, we've had a few games which 
I feel like the place would have just erupted, especially in our last home game against Sheffield Wednesday, coming back from two nil down. Honestly, I just want to go back in that stadium before we ended up well, before we end up going to our new one in the next couple of seasons. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And, and and hopefully we will get back there. I'm praying that by the start of next season we'll we'll have full crowds again. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully that is the case. But we shall see. Um, Peter, let's start with you. As I said at the top of the show, recording this not long after that win um against Brentford. What a win it was for Norwich as well. Emmy Buendia, as he so often is at this level, the difference in that game, but just a very, very good performance that maybe shows why Norwich are 10 points clear at the top of the championship at the moment. Yeah, I would wholeheartedly agree with you there. I mean, from what I saw, it was one of our more comfortable wins. It, uh, Brentford never really had any good looks, never. I think the most cruel, I'll never know how Canos didn't score right in front of the net, but we'll take what we can get there. Um, other than that, I only remember Cruel working hard once or twice. Otherwise, and and then on the other side, Emmy's passing's perfect as almost always. And for some reason, from what I saw, they marked Vrancic tighter than Emmy. Emmy pretty much just waltzed in, got a great shot, and kind of left the keeper in no man's land. So overall, big win. I think emotions are still high for everyone. We're as we know, we're ten points clear. I think we're past the point of the memes and all the jokes that we're top of the table. We're going right back. But I'd be lying if I said I'm still not in meme world a little bit. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's 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 only only natural, isn't it? I mean, how much how much momentum and how much positivity can Norwich take from that? Because so often the games after a big result like that can feel a bit sort of like after the Lord Mayor's show to an extent that can be um, quite flat. They're often quite difficult because you have to bring yourself back up to that level, don't you? In terms of um, having just won a a very significant game, you have to drag yourself back up to that level to win. Is is there a fear from your perspective? And we'll delve into the game in a bit more depth in a bit, but is there a little bit of fear in you as a supporter that maybe Norwich won't be able to replicate the levels that they they did in midweek for this one? Oh, absolutely. That's something I'm very afraid of. I mean, if you look at the two times we've played Luton this year, we've lost three to one twice. So it's very realistic, at, at least in the reverse map fixture, the one before we we lost three one. We didn't have an attack or anything, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point. But they still beat us with our main defending, our main defense. So of course we can have a letdown after emotions are high. I think the team's strong enough. We won't have that, but there's potential always. Mm, yeah, absolutely. There, there is, isn't there, Lewis. Um, from from your perspective, uh, Peter kind of teed it up nicely. But obviously, you've you've played Norwich twice this season and and beaten them twice. So there must be a part of you that sees Norwich next up on the fixture list, despite their uh, league position, and think you've got a fairly decent chance. You, I would, you would thought I would say that, but the last, well, every time we've beaten Norwich this season of the fan base there's always excuses you know I know the first what game in the cup we had a lot of internationals that makes sense and then the second one was oh we've had our, like too many injuries and I'm like give us some credit you know we deserve some sort of credit after beating you guys but you're on an amazing run of form like I can't describe how good that form is so for us which we're not the best team away from home I know we just won away from home it's going to be difficult we don't score many goals away and going in this game, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm positive, but 
it's whether or not the manager and the team want to be positive and play a positive style of play. If they do that, then I have some sort of confidence that we can get a result. You know, I know Coventry, they've done very well at your, at Norwich. So if a club like Coventry can do it, why can't a team like Luton do it? So hopefully we can go to Norwich with a bit of momentum, obviously the momentum from the Norwich, uh, from the Nottingham Forest game and just try and take you guys on. I feel like the defence is your weakness. Obviously, you've got one of the best attacks in the league. So hopefully Luton can try and, and, and exploit that defence. And in terms of, of Luton, you mentioned there, obviously, the winning midweek, it's, it's two back-to-back victories for you guys. You, you come to Carrow Road in fairly decent shape. Confidence might be high, which hasn't always been the case for teams coming to Carrow Road this season. How do you see Nathan Jones? I mean, you, you said you'd like him to be positive. How do you see him setting up? Do you see him really going after Norwich in terms of pressing them high and, and trying to disrupt um, how they play out from the back? Or, or are you expecting quite a solid, defensive, resolute performance? See, that's a very hard question to answer because we haven't been consistent with formations, with tactics, with the different systems we've played this season. And that's obviously explains why we're mid-table. Like, it's, it's just that like inconsistency in, in results and in the way we play. So I honestly do not know. The fans have been crying out for Nathan to be positive. And the game before the Sheffield Wednesday game, we just weren't positive at all. We were starting games very negative. We were, especially away from home, we were just allowing teams to attack us. If we do that on Saturday, Norwich will score three or four goals easily in the first half. So I don't think Luton can afford to do that. I hope Luton are positive, go to Norwich, play, not like go go for it, but play a positive system like the Diamond, which works quite well for us, or a 4 3 3. And obviously try and win the game. And that's where I think Luton are at their best when they are attacking sides. I don't think our defence is the best compared to our attack. So hopefully Nathan decides going forward, you know, be positive and try and get a result. Yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued to see how they approach it. It kind of feels like there's been two ways that teams have set up to play at Carrow Road. There's uh, maybe what you call the Barnsley or the Preston, where you really push Norwich high up the pitch, or maybe uh, you could insert probably 10 teams that maybe en- uh, have looked to frustrate Norwich a little bit and, and look with the quality Norwich have, it's it's not a surprise. Um, Peter, bef- before we kind of um, move on to, to other topics, and I'm going to ask you about Emi Buendia at the moment and uh, expect a, a fully glowing response as uh, as, as a Norwich fan but I, I want to ask a, a little bit about you because people will be watching this listening to this and we'll hear that American accent of him I wonder how he came to support Norwich City so uh, it would be rude for me not to ask you that question that's that's a fair one and I honestly figured you would ask at some point and I'm <laughs> digging through my brain <laughs> is it wrong that I don't remember it kind of just happened it, I remember I didn't play football growing up or anything. I started playing when I was 24. I'm 28 now, so only about four years. And when I was studying in college university, I had a friend who always wanted to go watch Champions League and things like that. And we were surrounded by a sea of always Madrid or Manchester United, Manchester City, all the big clubs in the world. And I didn't want to do that. I I wanted. I did my research and I kind of figured out who I think at the time we were a mid table club when I got into football. So I read up on Carroll road Norwich and 
I kind of decided that's who I'm going to support. And for a few years, it was a very just active on social media, fanhood, kind of follow the team, check the results, check the table. And then about, oh, geez, two years ago now, I was a friend and I decided to travel to the UK to watch games. And we went, he's a Liverpool supporter. So we somehow got away into Anfield for a match, which was, it's an amazing place. Don't get me wrong. But then we went to Carroll Road. And I mean, that was icing on the cake to me. It was just the environment around the stadium, in the stadium, the friendliness of everyone around it. We didn't know what we were doing half the time we were there, but it just kind of sealed the deal. And with time I've been, I watch too much. I spend too much on, on shirts and stuff from the club. And it's just been fun ever since. What, what was the first game? You, you mentioned you came over to watch your game. What, what game was it that you, that you took in? Can you remember? It was a, it was a match against Hull two years ago. So I think a few weeks past this time and of all things, Mark Pugh scored for Hull. I remember that. And he had a brace. Steeperman scored and couldn't tell you who the other guy for holes that scored, but it was something, it was kind of special. It may be on the table. It's a unique game for everyone else. Just a regular three, two win. But for me, it, I don't know if I'll be back at Carroll road. So to win is the best part of it all. Mm. And, and then just finally, I suppose it's it's nice that you've now got uh, an American at the club to to support and get behind Sebastian Soto, of course, young young lad, and maybe isn't expected to break into the first team, um, certainly imminently, probably for the rest of the season. But in, in terms of having an American player at Norwich, it must be quite nice for you as a, a fan over there. It is. It's always I always enjoy seeing Americans succeed in any league outside of our own because. I think the only other connection I can think of between um, America and the club I support here in Minnesota is Kai Kamara. He was a Canary for a short time and he was a Minnesota United loon for a very short time. I think even less than his time in Norwich, but it's always just nice to see Americans succeed, even if it's not at Norwich. It's just even better when they're at Norwich. Hmm, absolutely. It's, it's always interesting to, to hear just how wide that net goes. I think you can you can get lost sometimes, given how um, how insulated Norfolk is, and it's nice to get outside that and and, and hear the reasons you're a Norwich fan. So thanks for that, um, Lewis. In terms of in in terms of Luton, thirteenth place. Um, is it? Is it? I've seen a few people. Uh, that's kind of what I want to get your take on. And uh, I've watched highlight shows, and and you hear people speak about Luton Town, and they say the achievement for Luton is the fact that we're not talking about them being in a relegation battle. Is that kind of how you see it? Is it? Is that the progression that Nathan Jones has, has brought to Luton, the fact that now you're fairly comfortable in, in mid-table rather than scrapping at the wrong end? Yeah, 100%. It's about becoming more of an established championship side and progressing, you know, as the years go on. We want to be, we're not going to be, we're not here for, you know, the short run. We're here for the long term. We always want to progress. You know, our youth facilities are getting improved next year. I think we're going to be in the Premier League second division in the under-23s. Our training facilities are now champ- well, like they're at the correct standard. I think if the Euros get played this year or whatever, what happens with them, teams are going to be training at our facilities. Um, stadiums come in. So everything about the club is improving. And for me, the only way is up. I don't look down. It's always up at the moment. And Nathan, since he's came to the club, even at his first arrival, 
we were 18th in League Two and he's just transformed the club into the right direction. And for us, it's been a fantastic year. I just want, when you know, when there's five games remaining left in the season, not to be panicking about falling into a relegation battle. But at this moment in time, I just can't see it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, it's, it, Luton are one of those clubs where they clearly got a, a style of play they want to play and they've, they've appointed a coach to do that, which sounds very simple, but a lot of clubs get it uh, get it so wrong um, and, and I could list a few examples of those but not the time and the place and, and you mentioned in terms of facilities obviously um, your club has been through the mill I think that's fair to say in probably the last decade just just over that how disappointing is it to see players like Max Aarons Jamal Lewis when, when he was here last season especially James Justin but you got a glimpse of him in the first team those young players that have come through Luton's academy but maybe haven't necessarily been able to perform for Luton that must be quite disappointing for you as a fan yeah, in, I've played with, well, I've played against Max plenty of times because me and him are in the same age group and from the same area. So I know what Max is all about. But it's it's a difficult one because I, I can understand leaving to go on to better, better, to go on to better things. But from leaving academy to an, another academy, I'm a little bit like, why have they done that? But it makes sense because Norwich have the under-23s, the youth system, to get to the first team was put in place for him to do to go on and do that. So now that we can do that, it's the future is so bright. Yeah, okay, we could have had a very good youth academy with if we kept the players at the club and made a lot more money if we went to sell them on. But it's no point looking back and just regretting those decisions. We went through all that problems with the previous owners. It's their fault that Luton are not in the better place now. But now we've got the correct owners, everything's positive, and now it's just the only way is up, really. Well, I've, I've got to ask you about playing against Max Aarons. How how old was he at the time, and, and what was that like as an experience for you? Or did he did he stand out when you played against him? To be fair, we're the same. Yeah, so I think it was around about you know, 14, 15 um, age group. And to be fair, it's hard to judge them because you, you had the few standouts. You know, Obviously, I rated myself a little bit but obviously never got to the standard of football he went to. But um, he had something about him, which it's just with every youngster, if, do you have the right attitude? Are you hardworking? If you've got those you know, boxes there, you're going to succeed as long as you put that work in. And he clearly has. Same with mm. Jamal Lewis. I think I've played with Jamal Lewis as well. I'm pretty sure I have. So so were you in you in the Luton Academy then? Is that is that uh, what you're telling me? I was I had trials, but also um, I played well from the same area. So school teams played, you know, you know your local kickabouts as well. Played with a few decent players who are now doing very well for themselves. 
Mm. Well, well, there, there you go. I, I always say that um, I, I could have been a professional footballer if I had a bit more ability. But um, I, th- I think, in, in honesty, I was, I was just a bit too slow. I think that probably held me back. Um, I'm, I'm also quite tall, and people think that I, I'd be able to head, which I just, I might talk about <laughs> while I, I didn't like doing that. Um, Peter, let's let's come to you. Norwich City ten clear uh, at the top of the Championship. They're currently, I think, on the joint best winning streak uh, with Barnsley, six games in a row so much momentum so much confidence going into into this game against Luton we've obviously spoken about the difficulties they've had against this side in the past but they can come into this game with with real hope of maybe changing their fortunes against a very good Luton side can't they yeah I absolutely agree with you there it's a system where as Lewis called them we were making excuses the last two times we lost because we weren't healthy in international breaks but we have a healthy attack again. It's kind of back to normal for us. We have a normal squad. We're a healthy squad for – that's the weirdest thing I still tell myself because I feel like Norwich and health are not synonymous some years, like Premier League last year, never healthy. The year before, ne- or sorry, start of this season, not healthy. Um, so, yeah, we have a very healthy squad, and it's – a consistent squad. We haven't been scoring four goals a match very often or anything like that, but we're solid in our attack and we score when we can. We get mm. take advantage of our opportunities most times. Mm. Well, here, here we go. This is this is the moment where um, I, I'm just going to put the words Emmy Buendia to you and 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 let you uh, and let you speak because he's he's some player, isn't he? Oh, he's he's amazing. I it's a world of envy I have every time and. Arsenal are going to have to pay all the money in the world to get him. And I want more, no matter what happens. If we ever do sell him, if he moves on, we it's, he's so crucial to the squad and everything he does has been amazing this year. And aside from what his, I think he said two red cards this year. That's about the only blip I see that in his free kicks sometimes shoot off into the stands and you don't know when they're coming back. But other than that, he's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lewis, I, I want to ask you about um, Kiernan Dewsby-Hall, obviously someone on, on loan from, from Leicester who's done very well this season. Norwich have a loan here of their own. Ollie Skip, who's, who's done pretty good. It's going to be an interesting battle in midfield, providing both are fit and available for, for the game. Um, just talk to us a little bit about him and how well he's done for you guys this season. He's done amazing for us. I don't I don't think we would have been where we are in the, in the table without him. The way he just connects everything from defence to attack is brilliant. I would love a, a few more goals from him, but he's passing ability. You, you know, when you just look at a player and you can just tell he's a level above and, and like the team, like you, you can tell with Dewsbury Hall, the way he plays his football against Chelsea when, when we played him in the FA Cup, he just looked like he's played for Chelsea. And that's mad to think that. But um, recently he's not on the best of form. So hopefully he goes back, gets back to those, um, back to that, type of performance which we're used to seeing from him but he's amazing and I'm gutted that we can't keep him for next year yeah it, it sounds like a very similar position that Norwich are in with, with Ollie Skip to be honest um, but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to watching him play on Saturday I've heard um, I've heard plenty of good things um, you, we kind of touched upon Nathan Jones we haven't really spoken about him specifically obviously he left for Stoke it's fair to say there was a lot of ill feeling about the time um, and the manner in which he, he made that move he's obviously returned 
has the mood shifted back towards towards him in favour? I suppose amongst the fans, is it difficult to say without Kenilworth Road being full? But I guess he's he's done such a good job since he's returned, keeping you guys up and then pushing you on this season. Yeah, when he came to the club, it was 50-50. And then I think when he kept us up, that went to 75-25. And now I would say he's pretty much 95 now, like, support. You're going to get that odd 5% in the fan base that won't forget what he's done, which, OK, I understand. But um, for me, what I wanted was an apology. I got that when he came back to the club. And I was like, right, keep us up. Done that. So I can't really ask for more on what he's done. So, the past is the past. At, at the end of the day, I see it. He made a mistake. He's improved. He's come back a better manager, I believe. So, hopefully, we see more. Hopefully, he improves even more as a manager. And Luton itself just improves as a club going forward. I was speaking to someone who, who knows their championship football earlier today, actually, um, about Nathan Jones. And they described him as someone who they felt, in their view, could go on to be a, a pretty good I think they said world-class coach to me which is which is some praise from this person because they're, they're not necessarily um, always um, as generous with with that but it, it does it feel I guess a little bit maybe like a Bournemouth Eddie Howe situation maybe that's that's a quite a lazy comparison it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on it in terms of him sort of lead it I know he didn't lead it all the way but certainly pushing Luton up the table leaving coming back and and helping them push up again do you see similarities there in terms of Nathan Jones and what he's doing at Luton with maybe Eddie Howe and what he did at Bournemouth albeit with probably limited resources yeah I say a little bit um like of similarities between the two obviously I know Eddie Howe when he went to Burnley he just he felt homesick he wanted to come back whereas with Nathan it was it's it was more of he didn't have the right people around him I think the key to Nathan's like success at Luton is Mick Arthur, the current assistant manager. He's also our recruitment, um, what do they call it? The director of football, you know, who, you know, makes those key signings. Without him, obviously, when he went to Stoke, he never had him. And that was the massive error because the signings which Stoke made under him probably weren't the right ones. And he, would, and he dealt with players who weren't as hardworking as the current players he has at the club. At Luton, we have like a philosophy. You need to fit that philosophy if you don't we ain't gonna sign you and yeah I see I do see similarities between the two but I think whether or not Nathan can repeat that that would be amazing but and obviously it did fall apart in the end for Eddie Howe but hopefully that doesn't with Nathan. Mm, I think it happens to all managers doesn't it and, and, and like you say there's been there's been certainly a shift in terms of Luton and, and their sort of recruitment in the last well, however long which is um, which is very good to see and um, Peter let's let's turn our eyes to this game then from Norwich City's perspective how do you see it going as we've kind of teed up this isn't necessarily always an easy game for Norwich against Luton they, they become maybe a little bit like a bogey team going back to uh, to, to the FA Cup third round where Luton were non-league Norwich were Premier League and uh, and, and Luton not Norwich out of Carrow. I'm sure we'll speak to Lewis in a moment about that. But how do Norwich get through this fixture? Do you feel with well, I suppose by getting another three points on the board. Um, I think, in my personally, I think it just falls on our defense with Gibson and Hanley. If they turn another performance like they did against Brentford, it's it's inevitable to me that we'll win if they can maintain their own and restrict any good looks for. Um, Luton, it's it, it'll really fall on them this time around. They did a great job against um, Tony and Brentford. Uh, Hanley was man of the match to me. It, 
You'll never see him win it on like social media polls because defenders, unfortunately, never get that credit they deserve, I feel like. But I think it starts with our defense and the goals will come. We'll find a way through to get a goal. It's just focus on the back first. Well, it's not just Grant Hand, is it? I think if if Ollie skips in the man of the match poll, then no one else wins it, right? That's basically the way it looks like it's <laughs> it looks like it's been so far. Um, go on, go on then, Peter. Let's um, let's hear how you see this game going, and then of course we'll ask you for that dreaded score prediction. Um, I personally see, I have a, a guess as a two-one victory. I think I think Luton will be able to get one on us. They you get three in a row. You get three goals two times in a row. You're going to get one. I, even even though the lineups have changed, it's going to happen. I think having Pookie back healthy for a match against Luton, Emmy in the form he's in, if Campwell's healthy, I foresee him starting again or at least coming off the bench, not at the 80th minute. Like we're used to seeing a sub come in a little earlier and making an impact. So I think there's two goals in us and, I think we'll give up one, but we'll hold our own. Lovely stuff. Lewis, uh, as, as we kind of teed up some nice memories, I guess, for, for, for you and Luton fans of this fixture, not least that FA Cup game, which I know Norwich fans won't thank me for mentioning. <laughs> yeah, that's a day to remember for the majority of Luton fans. Just, I, I, think, I don't even think we've got anyone at the club who actually played in that game. Yeah, uh, that's apart from Andre, well, Andre Gray, who's at Watford now, but yeah, it was an unreal day, and obviously the two wins this season as well. It's just we're showing it like we can, you know, hold our own against good teams at this level, and hopefully that can continue in this game. Mm, go on, then. I'll, I'll ask you the same as Peter. How do you see this game going? And, and I'll ask you a few score prediction as well. I can. Well, it all depends what system Nathan plays. If he plays positive, then my heart is saying one 0 Luton, and we're going to end that like that wrong for you guys. But my head's thinking, no, he's going to go defensive and you guys are going to win 3-0. So it all depends when I see that lineup and how we set up. Mm, interesting stuff. Uh, that's uh, that's a, a real scale of results. There. So you left yourself a nice bit of leeway. So you can uh, you can claim victory uh, if, if either sides do. Um, Peter, it's, it's been lovely to chat for you. Thank you very much for joining us. Lewis, likewise, um, really, really enjoyed that uh, half an hour of chat. Let us know your score predictions down below for this one and of course we'll be at Carrow Road on Saturday um, to bring you all the live updates analysis reaction from Daniel Farker and Nathan Jones after the game as well can Norwich City extend their winning run to seven games they'll certainly hope so thank you very much for watching stay safe see you soon Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.